This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren, live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1. Spin 1038, you're welcome back to Spin Talk with Lauren. Today, I would like to hear your thoughts on an email we got in from our listener. It's up on the Spin 1038 Facebook page. And she's gotten in touch because um, her mother-in-law quite frequently babysits for herself and her partner. They have two kids. And she says, I obviously really appreciate it. But the last few times we've come home, she's been asleep on the couch and she's had um, a bottle of wine, basically. So she's had a good few drinks. And she's like, I'm just not comfortable with that. But my partner doesn't have an issue. So I don't know whether or not I should say something to her. So what do you think? And I'd love to hear from you if, you know, you are leaving your kids with family or friends. You know, do you have those kind of rules? Because obviously if you're paying a babysitter, you ha- you can lay out the ground rules. But if you are getting um, a family or friends like to do you a favour... I don't know. And I'm not like, I'm presuming they don't pay the mother-in-law. But I'm wondering, like, can you say those kind of things? Is it a conversation you have? Are you just not comfortable with alcohol in the house when your kids are asleep? Why is that? I'm on 087-711-1038. I'd love to speak to you. Lots of messages coming in on Facebook already. But I'll go first to our guest, Laura Wood, who's presenter of Laura Meets for the parenting site, The M Word. Hi, Laura. Hey, Lauren. How are you? Good. Thank you very much. Um, well, Laura, where's the beast from the east? Firstly, I know um, it's very lovely. Yeah, no. in the car, I'm not quite sure where it is. What's going on? The calm before the storm was the five-word weather. <laughs> yeah, so, well, there you go. That's it. That's it's it. nice and chill at the moment. Uh, we might be saying that in a few hours' time. True. Laura, mad to hear your thoughts on this one today because I think I I can think of my friends who have kids, and some of them this wouldn't be a problem at all, and some of them would go bananas if someone was passed out after having a bottle of wine minding their kids. Why do you think um, some people can be very extreme about it, like zero alcohol in the house at all? Well, I have to tread carefully with this one because pretty much everyone that babysits for me would be having a glass of wine while they're doing it. So just in case any of them are listening, or indeed all of them, I probably better be a little bit careful. I think there's two things about this. Firstly, um, it depends whether someone's being paid to babysit or not, right? So if you're paying a babysitter, generally as a a general rule, I would say maybe that they wouldn't be having any booze in the house. I mean, look, if if you knew they were trustworthy, you knew they were competent with the kids, and they're having one glass of wine, grand. When it comes down to a family member or a close friend that's not getting paid it becomes a little bit more difficult. Um, you know, because obviously, even indeed your partner, you go out. Sometimes I go out and I'm like, uh, <laughs> what's the story of the bottle of wine that was in the kitchen? <laughs> but either way, right, if you're not paying someone, it becomes a little bit more difficult. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. at the end of the day then, would I recommend that that lady says to her mother-in-law, do you mind not having a bottle of wine while you're babysitting? No, I wouldn't. And the reason is because if she's unhappy with that situation and it's happening very regularly, I would look elsewhere for someone to babysit because I think that that could cause all sorts of issues within a family to be bringing up something like that. That's my personal view. On the other hand, I had an incident recently where the youngest of my three children was with a childminder during the day. His temperature suddenly spiked really highly. He ended up having a febrile convulsion and ended up being brought to hospital in an ambulance, which was a random thing. That hasn't happened since. Extremely scary for the child minder. But the point I suppose I'm trying to make is sometimes things like this happen. And even when they do, it's sort of important to think that the person who's looking after your children will be competent enough or sober enough 
to ring whoever they need to ring or to know what to do. Or to be now awake. You think because, <laughs> you're to be awake in the first place. Yeah, well, this is the thing. Do you know what I mean? So I understand the concern of that girl if someone's going to be boozed on the couch asleep when they're looking after the children. That is a little bit worrying. But I suppose in, in answer to the question of should you say, would you mind not drinking while you're babysitting? I, I, that would be a no-no for me. I would just maybe think about saying, oh, we found ourselves a really nice babysitter down the road, do you know? Yeah, I think I know where you're coming from on that one. My worry would be if the maybe the mother-in-law is on her own or maybe, you know, they can't afford a babysitter. And I know loads of people will say, well, then just don't go out. Maybe the mother-in-law is pushing to babysit a yeah. lot. And yeah. you're kind of in that awkward position where or you're like, well... it's a routine. Well, she comes every second Saturday. It's a given. She's yeah. like, so where are you off to this Saturday? Yeah. That's a little bit awkward. If anyone's going to have a chat to her in a sensitive way, it should be her son, I would say. Okay. Um, I just think that these things can go a little bit wayward and wrong when in-laws get into conversations with people about responsible drinking. It's a minefield. And I'm sure that millions of people listening in this morning will be thinking, or this afternoon rather, will be going... I know someone that's in a similar situation to this. I've been in this situation before. So it is a bit of a one. And quite often, as I said, either people babysitting, they definitely, more often than not, would have a couple of glasses. But it's the line, isn't it? When you're coming home and they're asleep on the couch, you're a bit like, oh, I wonder, would you have heard the children? Yeah. You know, and that's when it starts becoming messy. So my personal thing would be, if they're babysitting for free, if they're a relation or a friend, I think you just have to sort of choose yourself whether it works or whether it doesn't and go with it. And if someone's going to have a chat to that mother-in-law, I would say maybe it should be the son and say, I'd be like, oh, asleep again. <laughs> but <laughs> like, the know. thing is, it's like know. imagine, right? Let's say you had kids over for sleepover. Let's say you're babysitting someone else's kids, Laura. And someone said that, like, I'm trying to put myself in this mother-in-law's shoes. And how insulted you would be if someone commented on you having the few drinks because she probably feels, well, look, they're in bed, they're asleep. It's fine. Yeah, and the other thing, Lauren, is in fairness, babysitting is boring. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I've babysat for people before I was a parent. In fact, I still find it quite boring staying in, watching the Late Late Show. But, like, babysitting is boring. So quite often, if you do have a glass of wine watching telly, you will go asleep. So it also depends whether this lady has a tendency to be well jarred every time or whether she just happens to have a kit when she's babysitting. Because I have come home to many babysitters asleep, and that's without wine. You know, yeah. See, this Mind is you, that's it. At three and in the morning, so yeah. I <laughs> But <laughs> the thing is, like, maybe the mother-in-law is staying over. You know, yeah. Like, I don't know. It is a really tricky one, but I think you're you're right. Maybe if anyone's going to have this discussion, the son needs to have it, it with be the son, just to be on the safe side, because you know yourself, the in-law thing can be very tricky, can't it? Yeah. Um, Laura, oh, in a word, great to speak to you today. Lovely to have you on Spin Talk. by the way, just to clarify, are amazing. None of them drink too much when they're babysitting. Cover all those bases. Good woman, Laura. Lovely to have you on the show Thanks today. Bye bye. See you later. Bye bye. That's Laura Wood there, presenter of Laura Meets for the M Word, the parenting site. Um, yeah, it is a tricky one because look, people do enjoy a glass of wine, especially if you're babysitting and you're an adult. Like I understand, as Laura said, if you're paying a babysitter, chances are they're a teenager or they're in college. You know, you can say to them, listen, I prefer if you don't have a few drinks kind of thing. Chances are they might be underage anyway. But when it's an adult, when it's a family member, this is this woman's mother-in-law 
is having the bottle of wine. And like Laura said, you know, if it's three o'clock in the morning, you know, if they've only gone out for an hour or two and she has the bottle of wine gone, maybe it's a problem. But if they've been out all night and she's, you know, had a takeaway, had her bottle of wine and now she's asleep on the couch, is that so bad? What are your thoughts on this? People are really divided on the Spin 1038 Facebook page. I would love to hear what you think. Is it okay to have a few drinks when you're babysitting? What if you pass out asleep on the couch? I'm on 087-711-1038. Okay, loads of messages coming in about this. Um, a listener's been in touch because her mother-in-law babysits for herself and her partner. They have two kids and a good few times they've come home and the mother-in-law has been passed out asleep with a bottle of wine beside her. So she said, you know, we've had to wake her up and I'm really not comfortable with her drinking while babysitting. One of the kids wake up and they need her and she can't hear because she's passed out. She says, my partner doesn't see the big deal, but it really bothers me. Should I say something to her? Now, Laura Wood was on the line a minute ago and she said that, you know, if anyone's going to have this conversation, it should be the son with his mother. But if he doesn't have a problem with it, you know, maybe he's not going to. What do you think? 087-711-1038. Would you feel uncomfortable with this as well? I'd love to speak to you. Miriam is on the line. Hi, Miriam. Hi, how's it going? Good, thanks very much. Uh, what do you think? Is she overreacting? She wants to know. I don't, I don't think she's overreacting at all. What, the, the thing that actually shocked me is that why would she even ask the question, what should I do? The answer is obvious. Don't leave your children with her. Um, and it's not even like she's leaving her kids because she has to go to work or it's for a date night. And I know which I prefer, the safety of my kids over a few drinks or a bit of food or the movies. So there doesn't even need to be the awkward conversation. If you have any doubts about the safety of your children, don't leave them with certain people. I think a lot of people would agree with you, Miriam, but I also think it's easier said than done sometimes. I think maybe Granny is putting a lot of pressure on them maybe to babysit. She's offering her services. They I obviously do, want a night out. I don't, I don't agree with you. I literally would leave, I leave my daughter with one person because that's the one person I trust. And I have multiple people saying, oh, why won't you leave her with me? And oh, you're overreacting and you're, you're controlling mother and all this. I don't care. I need to be able to walk out of this house when I walk out and know my child is 100% safe, as much as a child can be safe. And that is my responsibility as their parent. So I don't think in a real-life situation it is difficult. It's your job as a mother to keep your children safe. And whether that means annoying people or upsetting people or whatever, that's your job. So, What about people who are saying, look, they're asleep? You know, maybe she's arriving after they've gone to bed. They're asleep all night. There's no issue there. Well, the thing is, there may not be issue one night or the second night, but what happens when there is an issue? What happens if, God forbid, one of them starts to choke or, God forbid, one of them gets up um, and starts wandering around and gets into things they're not supposed to get in and Granny's passed out on the couch? Then who's really responsible? The parents that chose to leave their kids with someone that they had doubts about or the person themselves? Because I was basically told that if you choose to leave your kids with me, I, I will take care of them the way I think is fit. So if I don't agree with that, then I won't leave my kids with them. So, Okay, so it's pretty straightforward for you, Miriam. Very straightforward. That's why I was, I was actually like, the, the question itself actually irritated me. That's why I had to, I had to message saying, well, if you, if you are concerned in any way, why leave your kids? Okay. Good to speak to you. Thank you so much for yeah. coming on. No bother. Um, Miriam just feels, if you have any doubts about the person you're leaving your child with or children with, you shouldn't be leaving them with them it's as simple as that you know because at the end of the message the girl has asked am I the only one who thinks this is out of order Miriam says if you're even asking that question there's an issue there and just end of end of story do not leave your kids my argument would be it's their granny like can you really you know say no sorry 
no, we're not comfortable with that. I just don't know how well that would go down. But listen, Miriam's a mom and I'm not. So I'd love to speak to you. I'm on 087-711-1038. Lou says, sorry, this woman is doing them a favour. It's Saturday night. Maybe the granny works all week and this is her weekend too. I'm sure she's not opening the wine until after the kids are asleep. Maybe she's asleep because she's tired. The amount of times I've babysat and the parents don't come home until 2 or 3am and you do flake out on the couch. They need to get over themselves. The kids are asleep. They are grand. Completely the opposite to what Miriam had to say there. I'd like to know your thoughts on this one. Oscar says, what's the big deal? I don't get it. So are the parents saying that they never drink when their kids are in the house? I highly doubt it. All my friends with kids seem to drink more than I do. Maybe it's the stress, but they've told me they have a few glasses of wine every evening. Well, I don't That's some people, Oscar. I would love to hear from people, actually, because, yeah, if you're not comfortable with someone babysitting, having a few drinks, do you drink in the house yourself obviously I know it's different there it's your child that's your decision but I would like to know that you know if you are not into people drinking alcohol around your kids does that include yourself as well 087-711-1038 lots of messages coming through on this one I would love to hear your thoughts and opinions you heard Miriam there she says no if you have issues with someone drinking around your kids then I don't care if it's granny I don't care who it is Miriam even said there's one person she leaves her child or children with because they're the only person she trusts end of story would you feel the same way? if you're just getting involved a listener was in touch because her mother-in-law frequently babysits and the last few times they've come home the mother-in-law has been asleep on the couch after having a bottle of wine and our listener's just not comfortable with that. She's like, it's just not okay. What if the kids wake up? What if, what if, what if? And, you know, Miriam was on the line a minute ago, said exactly the same thing. You know, things can go wrong. Things can happen. Laura Wood was on um, from the M word, said the same thing. Things happen. And that's what our listener's concern is. But she says her partner doesn't really see the big deal. So what she's wondering is whether or not she should say something to the mother-in-law. And Miriam was saying, um, my last caller, that... You shouldn't have to say anything. You shouldn't have to explain yourself. If you're not comfortable with the person you're leaving your child with, then just don't leave your child with them. Because if you have doubts about that person and then something happens, really, you're responsible because you had your concerns. What do you think of what Miriam had to say? And she also made the point that from her own perspective, there's just one person she trusts with her kids. Um, I think she said kids. Sorry if I'm wrong now, Miriam. But um, not just kid, kids. She said that, you know, there's just one person. There's only one person I'll leave them with. End of story. And I don't make any apologies for that. People might say I'm a controlling mother, but at the end of the day, their safety is the most important thing. Would you agree with Miriam or would you feel like other people have said to her that it's a bit controlling? I'm on 087-711-1038. Gary says, simple for this emailer, don't go out at weekends or hire a babysitter that you're comfortable with and pay them. Yeah, I'd be interested to hear from people because as Laura Wood was saying earlier on, if you're paying for a babysitter, you can lay ground rules and you can you can make demands of them like, look, please don't drink in the house, etc. So if you have ever asked someone to babysit, what are your rules? And has anyone ever broken them? Was that the end? I'm on 087-711-1038. And if you've babysat for people, you know, have you had a few glasses of wine? Have you been asked not to? Did you take offence to that? Gossia says it's a huge deal. It's about your kids' health and safety, for God's sake. She is extremely irresponsible. People don't use their brain and imagination anymore. So many accidents because of drunk people. Get a babysitter. Gossia would agree with Miriam there. It's irresponsible. You cannot have someone who is passed out drunk taking care of your kids. 
Other people were making the point that maybe Granny's tired. Maybe the couple are out till two or three o'clock in the morning. Maybe it's not that she's locked. It's that she's just asleep. And they're going to be coming home locked. Can we bear that in mind as well? That they're going to be coming home after a few drinks. Presuming they both drink, that is. Oscar says, what's the big deal? I don't get it. So are parents saying that they never drink when their kids are in the house? Oh yeah, I read this out one out a minute ago. Oscar was like, well, if you don't want someone drinking around your kids, does that mean that you don't drink around your kids? I'd, you know, like to hear your thoughts on that. Do you maybe not drink at all around your kids? Does it annoy you if someone babysitting them drinks? I'm on 087-711-1038. Susan is on the line. Hi, Susan. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Susan, if you were in this listener's position, would you be a bit uncomfortable with the mother-in-law drinking? Um, it was a new baby. I have the child was sick, yeah. But it was just toddlers, are, um, seven or eight-year-old, and she's having a few drinks. I'm sure that's what the kids' parents are doing when they're out. So what's the difference? Well, this is it. And I think you make a great point that maybe the child's age... Um, you know, it depends. Like a, a new, brand new newborn baby, like God, you'd be going in every five seconds just to check on it. But if they're a little bit older and they're sleeping through the night, you reckon it'd be okay? I reckon it'd be okay. And I think at this day and age, the prices that are being charged for babysitters, I think if a grandparent is willing to sit in on a Saturday night and mind the kids, I think the couple would be delighted. Now, you also said something that a lot of people have pointed out is that they're probably having a few drinks and coming home. So what's the difference? What is the difference though? Like, that's why most people go out, get a babysitter to have a few drinks. They let the babysitter go home and they're dying the next morning because they're a hangover. So the babysitter probably be in a better situation to find the kids than the parents. Do you have kids, Susan? Yeah, I have two grown up kids and I have grandkids. Okay. God, you don't sound old enough to be a granny. Oh, believe me, I am. <laughs> um, do you, were you always a bit cautious with who you'd leave them with? Or would you leave them, you know, if someone was willing to take them, you'd leave them? No, I'd have to make sure I trust the person. I mean, if someone was going to come in now and have two bottles of wine and be locked, no. If they're going to, like, just have a drink and just, like, be capable. Like, I mean, if uh, someone stayed earlier on, babysitting is boring. So if you're in your own home and you have a couple of drinks, you go to bed. If you're in your son's or your daughter's home and you're watching the telly, you can't go to bed because you're waiting for them to come in. Yeah. So it would probably, more or less, you would fall asleep. But not necessarily that you're drunk because you had a bottle of wine. Susan, how would you feel now if um, one of your kids said to you, now, ma'am, if you're minding my kids, I'd prefer if you didn't have anything to drink, you're on high alert. Would you understand? If the child was sick and there was something wrong, yes. If I was seven years old and a one-and-a-half-year-old grandchild, and if I was told, ma'am, will you babysit tonight, but you're not allowed to have a drink, I'd say I'll get somebody else you don't trust me. <laughs> That's the thing. I'd worry that this granny might take offence. Yeah. Should be uh, nice. It, it depends on how much she's drinking. Like if she's locked and they're coming in and they're walking around the house and she's not waking up, well then, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But if it's just like a couple of glasses and she fell asleep through boredom and one of the kids called out, she could hear. I don't see the problem. All right, Susan, lovely to speak to you. Thanks for coming on. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Um, yeah, I think Susan has made some good points there. She has said, you know, the age of the child is important. You know, obviously, if the child is sick, you'd want to be, you know, have your wits about you. But she said, no, if, if one of my kids said to me, now, ma'am, listen, you can't have a few drinks. She was like, if it's the seven-year-old and the one-and-a-half-year-old, and I know they're going to sleep through the night, I would be a bit put out by that. Would you agree? I'm on 087-711-1038. Loads of messages coming through. I'll do my best to get to all of them. Kate is next. Now, we've changed Kate's name. Hi, Kate. Hi. Now, we changed your name because 
this was something that you had to deal with? Yes. Yeah, firsthand. Okay, first tell hand. me about it, Kate. What happened? Um, well, at first it started, my mum had offered to mind my kids while I took on an extra job. Um, it involved mining for my kids. So at first, everything for the first kind of couple of months was fine. There was no problems. They were getting the homework done. They were getting their dinner. Everything was okay. And then I started kind of noticing little things about her. Like she was kind of more sluggish around the kids and stuff like that. And kind of as the time went on, I noticed more and more that she was actually drinking while she was minding the kids. So I kind of felt very awkward because as it being my mum, how do you approach the situation? So I just said, no, I have to say, I wasn't comfortable leaving the kids there. I was worried when I was in work, if something, if they fell or if she had fallen, what would the kids do? So I approached her with it. It kind of got a little bit nasty. She didn't take it very well. She said, it's my house, my rules. If you don't agree with it, don't leave your kids here. So in the end, I had to give up my job and just look after the like, just keep with the one job that I do have. Now, my relationship with my mum isn't the best at the moment, but I don't bring my kids down as often as I would like because her drinking had just got worse and worse and worse as time gone on. And I just couldn't subject the kids to watching her go down a downward spiral like that. Yeah. And this is the reality of it, Kate, is I know we were kind of having a bit of a laugh earlier on saying, ah, just a bottle of wine, maybe she's bored. And for yeah. the most part, I think that is people's experience of this. But for you, yeah. this is obviously a huge problem and there's an issue there with your mum and her drinking. Oh, definitely, definitely. And it's it's got to the stage where I don't put myself in that situation where I I have to watch her like that because it, her attitude is, well, it's my life, I'll do what I like. So I don't like. It's hard because the kids keep asking, "Can we go down? Can we go down? Why can't we go down?" Like at times, I have to make up excuses because it's not easy telling small kids yeah. you can't go down because I have to fear that either we, we go down and she's already drunk, or like that she's minding, she's okay, and then you go down and half an hour later she's twisted, and you're saying I can't put the kids through that. No, and they're young. They're so young. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, I think a lot of people would presume that by you giving up your job and taking the kids away, this would kind of send a message to her and she might get herself together. But unfortunately, that's just not how alcoholics work, Kate. No, no, it really isn't. And I thought that maybe that, that by doing that and keeping them kind of so restricted away from her, that's what would happen, that something would trigger in, in her head that, that this would happen but unfortunately it just hasn't and has anyone else spoken to her about her drinking um, well I've kind of spoken to other family members and we've kind of approached her and we just keep getting the same response that to her life and she'll do whatever she sees fit with her life that she's raised her kids now and no one can tell her what she can and can't do that's very hard. Um, mm. That's hard for you as her daughter and that's very hard for you as a mum to your kids, Kate. I hope yeah. things get a bit better, but I think anyone listening couldn't judge you for the decision you've made. You've got to take care of your kids, so good yeah. on you. Yeah, and like that, listening to other all your callers and they're saying that, like, as someone said, like, well, if they're gone to bed and stuff like that, that, you know what I mean, one or two glasses, if you feel that you can trust that person, that they will only have one or two, like they'll say they'll have, once you're comfortable 
and you know that when you leave your kids that they will be found to be safe that person and again that's totally up to you but as soon as you feel uncomfortable and you you in your gut because they say if, you're, if you, your gut is telling you it normally is it's right and I went by my gut and I just took them away altogether Oh, Kate, look, as we said at the beginning, we changed your name because I know it's not an easy thing to talk about. So mm-hmm. thanks so much for being so honest and take care no of yourself. Problem. Thanks, Emil. Thank you very much, Lauren. Okay, bye-bye. bye-bye. Um, that's a really difficult situation. I don't envy Kate at all. And, you know, from the outside, you'd be like, Jesus, like if the granny didn't get to see her kids, wouldn't she stop? But that's just not how it works, unfortunately. So hopefully down the line, things will get a bit better. But I think Kate has done the right thing there. Maybe... Um, You've been in a similar situation. How did it work out? I'm on 087-711-1038. There are lots of comments coming in about this topic today. Some situations like Kate, that bit more serious. But thankfully, for the most part, you know, it is a glass or two of wine. And as Kate said, if you can trust someone just to do that, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But others are saying, no, absolutely not. No alcohol in the house when someone's babysitting your kids. What do you think? 087-711-1038. You can text her WhatsApp. I'd love to hear from you. With Kate on the line, who has obviously um, had issues with her own mum because of her drinking, it seems to be quite a serious situation. And a few listeners have kind of pointed that out. Donna says, there is a difference between having a drink on a Saturday night and being an alcoholic. I wouldn't feel comfortable leaving my kids with someone drinking, but I would have a drink with my children there on a Saturday night because I know my kids inside out and I know my limits. And this is it, is, you know, if it's your kids and it's you deciding to have a few drinks while your kids are in bed, it's not like, it's that's your decision. And if something was to happen, you, you've made that decision. It's your responsibility. But if you're leaving your kids with someone and they say they're not going to drink and then they do, well, that's a betrayal of your trust. But also, if you have doubts and you know that person is going to drink and then something happens... Who can you blame? You know, as a few people have pointed out, if you listen to your gut, you should make your decision accordingly. And if you've got doubts, then you shouldn't be having that person taking care of your kids. Jed says, buy her a present of non-alcoholic wine and change the label slightly with a pen and hope she doesn't notice. Or give her a special brownie with a cup of tea before going out and she'll be well chilled out for the night and she won't bother with the wine. What do you mean by special brownie, Jed? I question you sometimes. Um... Lots and lots of messages coming through. Neve says, we had a sitter for several years. Initially, she was great. However, as our kids got a little older, seven and nine, she'd have them go to bed on their own. They'd bring the phone upstairs and call us to tell us they were afraid and ask when we'd be home. The sitter would be downstairs watching TV, oblivious to our children's fears. I mentioned it to her and she did it a couple of more times so we stopped using her. It's not acceptable when you're paying for a service and ultimately you just want your children safe when you're on a rare night out. Love the show. Oh, thanks, Neve. Well, here's the thing. You're paying that babysitter. So 100%, you are well within your right to be like, here, listen, that's not okay. I asked you to do this and if I ask you to put my kids to bed, go put them to bed. That It's a job. But I suppose this listener feels she's in an awkward position because it's her mother-in-law. So chances are she's doing it for free. Now, if you heard Miriam, who was on earlier on, she said, I don't care. If I'm not comfortable with someone taking care of my child, they're not being left alone with my child. End of story. I don't care, you know, if people say that's controlling, if that's insulting. I don't care. It's just, it's not worth doing. Victoria agrees. She says, that's crazy. Is a night out really worth it at the expense of your children's safety. 
Well, other people are arguing that your children's safety is not at risk. You know, if the granny is just asleep, you know, chances are she'll hear the kids, but also they're asleep. You know, I've babysat kids that I've never met because they've been asleep from the time I've got there. Now, obviously, I've met the kids. They Like, if they were to wake up, they'd know who I was. But you don't meet them that night because they go asleep and when they wake up, you're gone again. Stacy says, so you're not happy with her having a few drinks, minding your kids for free, but it's okay for you to resume your responsibility after you've had a few drinks yourself? Pot calling the kettle black. Yeah, a few people have picked up on that, Stacy. that, look, the parents are obviously out having a few drinks, but then again, if it's you and it's your kids, is it your decision to do that? Amy says, so when I'm going out with the girls or whatever, my husband is there, he won't even have a drink. And if he did, there would be a huge problem. I don't drink and under no circumstances would I let anyone drink minding my children when I don't do it myself. I feel like there's a lot of people who don't drink around their kids or don't drink full stop once they've had kids. And I wonder, is it because, and I've asked this before in the show, so many of us spent so much of our childhoods in the pub. Now, I've said loads of times I went to the pub a lot with my parents. It was never a problem. Um, I loved it and loved running around and playing and climbing trees out the back but I know it's an issue for a lot of people and I think if you've grown up in a house where drinking is a problem then that's something that you don't ever want your kids to experience but I don't know is it too extreme then is it going completely the opposite direction and shielding them from drink because look alcohol is something they're going to come across at some stage in their lives but look if you've had a a negative experience with alcohol can you be blamed for not wanting your kids around it? Angela says, maybe buy the mother-in-law a bottle of low-alcohol wine and tell her you bought a bottle and it's in the fridge. Take the one from her when she arrives and then give it back as she leaves. Leave snacks and she'll be less likely to overindulge. Hmm. Interesting. People are being very, very um, thoughtful about this. Ken says, just remove the drink from the house. I think she'd cop that. And again, I don't know, I... I feel like, and I said this to Miriam who was on earlier on, that I'm not a mum so I don't know, you know, that protective motherly instinct going into overdrive. Miriam was like, I don't care if she's offended. She's not drinking in the house when she's minding my kids. Whereas I'd be a bit like, oh, you don't want to upset the mother-in-law and offend her because I would be a bit, you know, if if I arrived over to mind a friend's kid and I had a bottle of wine with the intention maybe of just having a glass or two, and they said to me, sorry, I'd prefer if you didn't drink that in the house. If I was doing that child minding for free, I'd be a bit offended that they didn't think I'd understand what's an acceptable amount to drink and what's not. Would you, would this cause an issue for you in your house? I'm on 87 This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren. Live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1.